because you were gone for almost a week. Yeah, yeah, we went on a five-day right? hunt. We took Mike on on a, a bear hunt with uh, in Canada, so that was good. I I was uh, old Mike. What's that? Not new Mike. Yeah, <laughs> we got to specify now that we have a, a new Mike in the shop. Mike number one. Um, Ten-year anniversary gift, right? Yeah. Yeah, I figured I'll. Uh, he had never killed a bear. We tried a couple times, and so I took him up to Stewart's and ended up killing two bears. It was a good deal. Was, what, one Pretty was really bears. Nice one, yeah. Um, he, he uh, funny thing about that trip though, uh, apparently you need a, a passport to go to Canada. So yeah, it's important. Well, not for like I have a Washington enhanced driver's license. Do you have an enhanced driver's license, Jason? No. No. Okay. I don't even have a driver's license. Well, you got to get one soon because no, apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, I think even to fight domestically, you're going to need an enhanced driver's license. Like yeah, you're not, 2026. I think you got to have a passport or an enhanced ID. Yeah, you better figure that out. Um, I got a passport. I'm good to go. You got a passport? Okay. Well, you need it for... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm ready to jump ship, my God. <laughs> Mike, uh, well, we were in the shop, and he's like, oh, buddy, do you need a passport or anything to go to Canada? I'm like, no, you don't. No, you're good. You know, uh, I just used my driver's license. I didn't realize it was an enhanced driver's oh, license. No. So, so he didn't bring a driver's license. You know, he brought his driver's license on my word, on my account. That I'm like, no, you don't need a passport. You know what I mean? Like, just bring your driver's license. I I need to just learn to shut my mouth and let people figure their own stuff yeah, out. Stop talking. Yeah, you're like, hey, I don't know, I don't know. I've heard you give this speech. You talked about giving it to Brad. Like, don't talk on things you don't know. Yeah, exactly, my boy. I'm like, you be careful when you talk like you know something when you really don't know something. When you don't, people will call your bluff. Yeah, and then you look like the idiot. And the border, the county mountains, what what Dudley do right up there. So we get up there. When you mentioned this to me, all I had was visions of Mike and his sparkling smile standing there in line <laughs> against a brick wall. And the county mountains. It took a smile to get Mike like into Canada. We going were over going to Canada. I can tell you that. I don't think there is a smile on Mike. Ugh. We pull up to the Man, border. I can imagine. And so I got the, the paperwork figured out for the guns, right? Because the first time when we did our moose hunt or whatever, we printed them out on the wrong sheets of paper. And so you had to print them on these legal forms, not the eight and a half by 11. You got these eight and a half by 14, blah, blah, blah. There's some little stuff like that that you know, I've just learned from right. mistakes, right? You, I, every time I go, you learn something new <laughs> that you're like, don't do that. I do know. <clears throat> <clears throat> and so... I'm feeling pretty confident. Like we pull up there. I'm like, yeah, I got the guns to declare. And uh, they're like, any alcohol? I'm like, yeah, he's got a 24 pack of beer. You know, um, what about tobacco? I was like, yeah, he's got 10. I said 10 rolls of chew, which <laughs> I should have said 10 cans oh. of chew. But, but it, they didn't, yeah. it didn't flag anything right there. But they're like 10 roll. Okay. So he writes this slip down. He goes, oh, pull over here. We walk in and, you know, I got my steps. <laughs> and that's when Buddy knew things took a turn. No, you had to. <laughs> I hear because Waylon Jennings in the background. you take a gun, you have to go in to check in, right? So you got to go declare the guns, the firearms. So you got to go. So when you take a gun to Canada, you have to, you're just, you pull up, you tell them what you got, you do your declaration or whatever. And then they're like, okay, pull up in slot three and they give you a little pink slip of paper or whatever it is. So I'm like, everything's, everything's kosher, right? I, Walk in there and and, and um, tell Mike, I'm like, where's slip? I hand him the slip. There's this one guy over here, and he must have been speaking French. I don't know what he was saying, but he's like damn near barefoot. Yeah, they do that up there. And I, I, nearest I could tell was they were like, you can't just walk across the border, sir. Where do you live? And he's like, I don't know. I Whatever. And he's just talking. They're like, what's your date of birth? And they're like, I, I live here. I live here. And he's just not making any sense. Like, I'm pulling my hair out, listening to the guards, trying to figure out what they're going to do. They're like, you know, he's trying to walk. I guess they caught him in the middle zone, like the, the no-go zone. Right. And so there's that guy. 
And then I can overhear the next account agent going, you're not allowed back in Canada. What are you trying to do? It's some fugitive that's trying to some kid going back to Canada, but he's got some, some thing. And there's me oh, and geez. Mike, you know, with our shit all lined out and, and done. And, and, and the, the, the guy, he goes, welcome to our job. And I got, cause I just said, I felt, dude, I feel for you guys right now. Cause I mean, it's like a circus in that place. Like, you know what I mean? The, it's oh, I'm sure it's it's a zoo between those two people who one won't speak any kind of English. They can't comprehend. They ask him a question, and he's like, like talking about his visa and this other stuff, and just not making any sense. Like they're asking him a question, like, "What is your birth date? Where do you live? What address is your address?" And he's he can't answer anything. I don't know if he's mentally. I don't know. There's something he's wrong with him. National man and. And he didn't make any sense. And and then the other kid that must have had some kind of felony or something because they weren't letting him in. And he was sitting there, you know, and they're sitting there like, we don't know what to do with these guys. Like, and I was sitting there going like, what do you do with someone like that? Do you just kick them back? <laughs> you know, back to the U.S.? I'm like, send them back to the we don't US. want them over here either. You know what I mean? Put them in the middle area. I don't... <laughs> so, so I, you know, just made a comment, which is not a, like, I'm going to tell you when you deal with the Mounties, do not make jokes. Like, like they they're not Dude, jokey no. type of people. But I did make like a little FAA like, man. What's that? It's like the FAA. You don't mess around. Like, don't make conversation. You answer exactly what you're asking as little words as possible, and you there. get about your day. <laughs> but I was feeling cocky. Okay, so here I am. I'm like, <laughs> I I got off the script. I was like, dude, I feel for you guys. <laughs> And I seen a little bit of human in that guy. That's the first time I've seen human in a border patrol guy. I'll, I'll be honest with you. He just looked at me and right. he goes, you don't know the half of it, man. <laughs> and I said, well, I think we got We need you on a podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, and so he's like, this is, it looks all correct. And I go, yeah, I think we got it all right this time. And he goes, yeah, that's normally a sign when everything's right. We're always looking for something wrong. You know what I mean? He's like, nothing's ever perfect. And I'm like... <laughs> I said, well, funny you should mention that. You should have just messed something up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll, I'll make a mistake next time. But I made a mistake every time yeah. before this, okay? Every time. I played the first time, the second time was was I printed on them eight and a half by 11s. You know, because I just told him, I said, dude, I, I've made enough mistakes. I just know what I'm doing now. And uh, I said, I printed these last year. Yeah, I came up and I printed them on eight and a half, 11. And he looked up at me and that was like the golden ticket. Like so many people have... <laughs> have gone up to that border patrol and printed their firearm declaration pages on eight and a half by 11s. And uh, right. I, I think that's just like the golden ticket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he looked at that and he's like, you know what you're talking about? <laughs> street cred, instantly street cred. Bingo. He was like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you, you did screw Bingo, up man. before. And so um, anyways, signed it off, sent it up there. We were on our way. We get up to, to Stewart's. And uh, I'm, uh, I pull in his driveway, and we're like there, and there's another hunter that's coming up. Um, I think her name is Lorraine, right? And so uh, we're talking about her, and, and uh, Stuart's like, yeah, she had to go to Seattle to get her passport on an um, expedited service. And I'm like, oh, interesting. And I said, I, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't use a passport. Why did she need a passport? And he goes, well, you need a passport to come to Canada. And I go, Stuart, I don't have a passport. I, I mean, I probably should get one, but I'm like, I don't have a passport. Yeah. And he's like, really? How did you get into Canada? I said, well, I just saw my driver's license. And then I look at it and it says enhanced. I go, so it says enhanced driver's license. Washington's an enhanced driver's license state. And, uh, and Stuart's like, really? And I, and, and I can see Mike just getting quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause, cause he goes, well, you won't get back into he the U.S. The without two a passport. And two together, and, and Mike's like, um, "Buddy, I, I don't, I don't. My driver's license not enhanced." And I'm like, "What do you, what do you mean?" And he's like, "I." And so he pulls it out, and it's just a regular driver's license. And uh, so Stuart's like, "Dude, you're never going to get back in the U.S. with that." You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, "You're working for me today." <laughs> so that's when the W boys knew they were in a whole heap of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh. and he goes, I can't believe they let you in here with that. And I go, it's a funny story, Stuart. Like, there was so much shit going on, and I think it slipped through the cracks. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was intentional, but I think 
the the circus that was in that building, we just seemed like the normal people that they they didn't catch the mistake, you know. And uh, anyways, yeah. So we started doing some research, and Mike wasn't getting back in the U.S. with a regular driver's license. Apparently, you got to have a passport to get back. But to the, the good US. news is, it was early, like the hunt hadn't started, so we could go have some fun with the imminent letdown of your. We were stay there forever, so we ended up. Mike had a passport; he just didn't bring it because somebody told him he didn't need it. So, um, anyways, the whole passport story. We called Jess. We got his his wife to. We overnighted a passport to the border, like not the border, but there's little um, mailing facilities right there that I guess all the Canadians or whatever ship to oh, yeah. to the border, and then they drive across to pick their packages up. And so I was like, "Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna overnight your passport, so it's sitting there. It's three blocks away from the the border." Worst case, I could go get the package and bring it back to the guy to be like, he's legit, and I do want him to come back with me. And nothing could go wrong with that plan. Yeah, he just lost his past. No, we didn't. We didn't have uh, honestly, and and you know, it worked. Like when we got to the U.S. border to come back, I mean, that guy caught it right away. He's like, this doesn't this doesn't qualify for citizenship. You know what I mean? You got to prove your citizenship. And we're like, funny story. And it was this, this black dude. He goes, man, I love funny they stories. They didn't find it funny. <laughs> See, the U.S. guys are cool, right? The Canadian <laughs> man is you can, the U.S. guys you can joke with, okay? But the Canadian mounts, no, no, no. So this black guy, he's like, wow, funny story. Like, Here's the deal. <laughs> and I hold my hands up and he's like, I want to hear a story. And, uh, <laughs> And he goes, how in the hell did you get into Canada with that? He said, I work for the government. They won't let me in if I work for them. And uh, so anyways, I told him, I said, dude, Mike, he stared him down. I don't know how it happened, but we did catch it luckily. And there's a passport sitting three blocks that way. So if you need me to go get that, we just got to park this thing and I got to figure out the guns and the the bear in the back and make sure that the truck and I can go and come back. But I can go get that proof for you if you need to. And uh, he looked it up. He got the number, and he he was able to verify it without it. So we didn't have to, but um, that could so have been our bad borders deal. are secure. That's good to know. What's that? Our borders are secure. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah they, he was cool. I mean, it was like, oh, you got a pair? Let me see. Showing pictures of a pair. I mean, totally <laughs> different. Like. There's different experiences. Shifted modes. Yeah, when you're coming back into the U.S., it's like a party. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like, have a good time, you know, whatever. <laughs> going to Canada, they're like, what are you here for? Where are you going? No, no joke. <laughs> Business or pleasure. Do you got any fun stuff like alcohol? Do you got any tobacco, firearms, <laughs> all the good stuff? What are they you want to, know to make money on while you're here? Right. What are you going to leave? Are you going to? Are you leaving money? Um, I'm sorry, I'm rolling my cord. right. Coming back to the U.S., they're like, hey, man, what's going on? You do good. You have a good time. All right. Welcome back. So I don't let's get know. pictures with the bear. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You want, you want some selfies? Uh, so, yeah, we were definitely damn near didn't. Um, we didn't. Almost didn't make. I don't know what I would have done. This is so there was one time with Don, my first time to Canada. I don't know if I told that story or not, but that's Don's story to tell. Yeah, because he declared you. You guys didn't have guns, right? And he was Yeah, that was the problem. He said you were going like, up to yeah. go hunting and they're like, Well What do yeah. you mean? You're going hunting without a gun. I'm like, yeah, it's a camera, it's a, it's a weird deal, dude. Just let us go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Leave us alone. Well, Never say weird deal yeah, to those no. guys either. That's you, a surefire red. You can't red say flag. anything up there. There's nothing you can say with the Canadian bounties. You just gotta be like look like a stick and you know, like you gotta stick up your butt. Um so with Dawn there was a real legitimate possibility that he wasn't going to be through. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. You go to Canada with me, you got to understand that if you don't make it, that's not like a, we don't make it kind of trip. Okay. No, buddy's going to leave you. Yes. Like that's, <laughs> Trust me. That's not like we didn't make you. it into Canada. It's like, I didn't make it to Canada. Like just cause we're carpooling. <laughs> I need a bus ticket. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you gotta make sure that you got 
arrange, and I'll figure something out for you. You'll get a hotel room or something for the night for you to arrange, <laughs> arrange something for you to hitchhike home. I don't know what, but, but right. But when you're, when it, we're talking about hunting and this goes for any kind of hunting. Okay. If we're going hunting up in, in my neck of the woods or whatever, if something goes wrong, most of the time, that's not a, we didn't make it. That's a, you didn't make it. Okay. <laughs> I will it's, kick your ass out of the truck. It's a issue like, if Buddy's stuck. <laughs> it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet, Jason. But I do have yet. sleeping visions of leaving a Buddy at the border with a rifle case. <laughs> Being like, peace out. Oh. Dude, why would you tell me that? You just said you wanted to go in December. Like, that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> just telling you, bring an extra pair of pajamas, Jason. You gotta stay at the border. Fair deal. Make sure you're clear to go. I got lots of friends. I'll dial for dollars. I'll find a couch or something with a <laughs> bus pass. Maybe, maybe I would, Jay. I don't know. I'm I'm not promising anything, but there is in my um, I don't know if it's a greediness. I don't know what it is, Jason. But when it comes to hunting, I'm like, why is you gonna screw up my hunt? <laughs> okay, because you don't got your shit in order. <laughs> Why, why does that affect my hunt, okay? I get that. <laughs> like, we've run a tight ship. I get that. I was, oh, yeah. So not. you're going to leave your brother at the border? I'm not a fun traveler, probably. Not to travel. Like the, Yeah, I'm just not going to say. What, have your shit in line when it's time to travel with me. That's why I got a passport ready. I mean, my own son, he didn't have... Um, so I told you every time I got something wrong, well, when Bradley came, we had the forms printed out in the wrong form, but I also didn't have his social security card in my person. I took pictures of him, but, um, oh, you got to have, you know, social security number. And then you got to have a letter from your wife saying that they acknowledge that they're out of the country with you. Right. So. If, I, if you're taking a, a minor, so let's say you want to take call a, oh, yeah. your son, you've got to have a letter from Danny saying, yes, I understand Makes that sense. he is traveling with Jason and, da, 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 and he's, you know, okay to leave the the country and go here and they're doing this. And, you know, just something that describes it. Well, I had that, but I didn't have. Itinerary. Yeah, I didn't have. um his actual social security card. Cause I was like, dude, I don't want to carry this around, lose it. So I'll just take a picture of it on my phone. Right. It worked, but not the Mounties. <laughs> they let me know that that was not acceptable. See, now I feel like have I'm going back and you've been border. red flagged several times. What's that? <laughs> now you've been red flagged. It's like it's Russian roulette to see who's going to get stopped and who's buddy going to leave at the border. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I'm like, look at my son. I'm like, hey, but have a good time. I'll get you a hotel. You can stay here. I'll be back in a couple days. Pick you up. Oh, I was pumped, man. When we were going to go uh, on the lynx hunt, I went and I got my passport. And for our kids, like our kids can have dual citizenship. Right. So we had to get all of our stuff in line so that they can they get their dual stuff citizenship in line. to where? Luxembourg. Where's that? It's in Europe. Little tiny country. Oh, okay. so Rape of Belgium. Access through there. So you're... It's in the history books. Hold on. So my wife's father immigrated here straight from Luxembourg with his aunt. Okay. So my wife and her children can have dual citizenship. I can't, but they can. Okay. <laughs> So they can so leave. I went and got that and we got all their stuff in order. Plus I knew we were going on that Lynx hunt and then the big C happened and I'm like, I'm not getting stuck to go to Canada. So I, I've been holding that passport and I haven't had to use it yet. Oh yeah. I probably should get a passport. I don't know. I don't have a lot of desire to travel outside. If it's not for hunting, I don't have a ton of desire. <laughs> you sound like me. Yeah. Um, but At least you had a good hunt, and you passed on one or two. I could have filled two tags um, easily. I could have filled more with small bears, but um, Mike shot a really a, a nice bear. Like we seen one, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You know what I mean? Uh, there's my cuss word again, but um, 
That's all right. He he uh he got a really nice one the first first day actually, and uh, we were back, we got that ling loaded up. We were heading back, and then a really nice one was down off the side. I I actually videoed it, and Stuart and and uh, Barry, the the guides we had because you got to have a guide with you to, to hunt up there. So uh, right, they kept saying, "Well, if you see a nice one, you're going to want to shoot it." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't think so. I don't I don't really." I don't really have a strong desire to shoot a bear. Like I, I just don't like I've killed a nice right. bear. Um, I wouldn't take it back. I had some bad experience with that bear. Maybe it's, maybe it's like trauma. Stuff. You know, maybe, maybe I know to see a counselor. Dude, you about can this. still taste the bone sour in that thing. Right. Probably. probably should go seek a counselor about this story. Cause I had this like trauma around bears. That'll first, stick with you. My first one we shot and me and Mike were young. I don't, I mean, young, young, but 18, something like that. We didn't get it dressed out good. We didn't, we field dressed it, but we didn't get it cooled off good. And we waited too long for somebody to come help us drag it out instead of just manning up and taking the hide off and and quartering it. You know, back then everything came out whole. It didn't matter. Like if it took two days, you're like, nope, we're getting out whole. (laughs) We can't get a picture of it in pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So, now I can't, you know, I've learned, but I just, and I was able to, the hide didn't slip too much that I could do a mount. So I got the mount and it's on my wall, but, um, it was a nice bear. It was a really nice bear. I don't know if it was a 20 inch skull or yeah, was. skull or whatever. I mean, it was, it was a stout bear. Um, so I've killed a nice one and I, I told, you know, Stuart and Barry, I'm like, this is hunting is for Mike. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm here for. Make sure Mike's there. And if I, Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But most of the time when I seen a bear, I jumped out with my camera in my hand, you know, my, my phone rather than the gun. You know, I, I really didn't have a strong desire to go do the gun. I was going to get the video. So I, <clears throat> I think by day three, they were starting to realize that I was being serious when I'm like, I probably won't shoot a bear this trip. <laughs> and I told Stuart, cause he wanted to lower a couple of bears cause you know, with COVID they didn't have a lot of hunters. And so they had a, a pile of bears, and so he was wanting to make sure he killed enough bears, try to help his his deer and elk recruitment, or not elk, but you know deer recruitment, sure. moose, and you know um, th- those types of things. So he's like, "Buddy, I really, you know," he, he told me, "I really want you to shoot a bear." And I'm like, "I don't want to shoot a bear." So I told, so I finally made it. I told Stuart, I woke up and I said, "Here's the deal." I said, "If we catch one with dogs." I'll, I'll consider shooting. If we catch a nice one with dogs, I'll consider shooting one. But I said, I really, um, I just don't have a, a strong desire to do spot and stock. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it, maybe sure. if we did a, a you know, a, a badass hunt where I stalked into 10 yards and nudged in the nose and it was going to eat me and there's some story to go with it and I had to shoot it or else it was going to kill me, whatever. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there was something there that I'm like, well, it was a cool story, bro. But, um, so I told him, I said, here's the deal. I'm, I would, everybody had their tags filled. You know what I mean? So they killed the first one and, and Stuart went back, got them a second tag and bam, they shot the second bears, you know, both that Lorraine and Mike both killed two, two more bears. So they both filled both their tags. And so I'm the last guy with the tag. You know what I mean? I got my first tag still in my pocket and I'm like, I'm just here to play with dogs, man. Like, let's go take the dogs out. And, yeah. And, um, which they hunt a little differently because they're hunting for big bears. You know what I mean? And it makes logical sense. Right. They don't, when they're hunting for a client, they don't want to turn loose unless they see the bear. Right. So they want to judge the bear because they don't want to spend all day sure. on a small runner that, that wears out the dogs and, and then, you know, get to a tree that you're not going to harvest. And so it's like, they're, it's a business, you know what I mean? So they're, they're there to, to harvest big bears. Sure. And that's what, you know, they pride themselves in. And so, um, some of that is me having to shut up and listen and let them do the, the, the way they run their ship. Right. Um, I said mm-hmm. ship, not shit, but just so you know, um, and, <laughs> and, uh, Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. Don't beep that one out, okay? That was a that was a legitimate one. <laughs> the one where I clarified it, you got to beep the second part out, okay? It's just the way this works. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, 
about, I don't know, day three, um, I was warming up to the idea that I might harvest one. So I actually, you know, took a gun with me. You know, I had that 4570 that I, I got for my five year anniversary. Actually, Mike, or, you know, when you work at W. <laughs> I bought myself for my five year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not passing a gun up on the anniversary dates. Heck no. Man, I, I get my anniversary hunts too. Okay. My guns and my anniversary. Heck yeah. I'm just like a kid. Um, it was Mike's gun. He had that 4570. We got the logo put in there. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to shoot a bear, that's what I want to shoot it with. 4570 lever action. I'm like, that would right. be badass. So I started packing it. And anyways, long story short, I passed one the day Mike killed his. And then we passed several other small ones that that uh, weren't really shooters anyways. You know what I mean? Even if I was hunting, those weren't ones that we were going to shoot, you know. And then on the last day. Right. Uh, cause I told Stuart, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. It was a Wednesday was our last day. So we had a five day hunt and I told him, I said, I'm not hunting Wednesday night cause I'm not skinning a bear Wednesday night and then trying to freeze it and trying to package shit up for Thursday. I really, right. I don't want to do that much work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to be ready, <laughs> hop in the truck, load it up, ready to go. I didn't want to, it's, um, now, cat, I'd have been last day. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. We, we can go to the last one. When on the bear, I was like, nope, I'll hunt till the morning. And uh, and then that afternoon, we're going to we're gonna take off, you know, so I can at least get to the border. Number one, I got to hit the border at a certain hour because there's this little postal shop on the border town that's only open from 9 to 4. So I got to be in that 9 to 4 <laughs> range to to get this passport. So I'm like, you know. If I tried to take off in the morning, I'd have to get up at two in the morning. I just was like, man, I don't want to do that. I want to make sure I'm there early. So no last day we went up and I, um, I say the fourth day, uh, we had some good strikes, you know, I mean, dogs are striking. I mean, the, the bear was right there. Uh, and, but again, I, the, the, they like to see the bear. And so it was really odd for me. I was like, man, let's just turn loose and catch this one and see what, who cares if it's a yeah, small one? You know what I mean? Like, no, we really want you to get a nice one. And so we didn't turn loose on it, even though we had some strikes. We never did see a bear that morning. Normally you'd see a couple bears a day. And that day we didn't see any bears. And um, about 1130, you know, noon, when it started getting really warm, I'm like, God, we should have just, and I think they probably would have agreed to like, should have just turned loose and seen what we got. Um, the last day I told him, I yeah. said, Hey, here's the deal. Let's just go out. We get a strike. Let's just hunt. Let's just hunt. Like I'm not here. Let's hunt. Like you're not hunting for a client We I don't care about a big bear, whatever. Let's just go take the dogs out when they bark, let them down, pretend I'm not here. You know what I mean? Pretend like you don't have a big bear, you know, a, a trophy guy and so that's what we did we took him out no struck a track never seen the bear you know circled around caught it and it ended up being you know it ran you know where we watched it run and uh you know they were like yeah that's probably a runner so that's probably not a shooter right you know what i mean like when we when we watched the race the way it kind of ran and, and went and they're like yeah that's not really you know sitting there arguing with the dogs on the ground and so I didn't even pack a gun. We're in, and the second thing is where it treed. I was like, I've been in much worse hikes. You know, it was like 800 yards uphill, this little steep, you know, through some, some, you know, blowdowns and slash and shit like that. But it was enough that I was like, dude, we're not packing a bear out of that. You know what I mean? That was the other thing about hunting with dogs, you know, hunting bears with dogs is I'm doing the math and I'm like, these this is, this could be a bad deal. <laughs> like, like this dogs yeah. run, run stuff down to the bottom a lot or the, you know, away from the roads. And I'm like, it can be a really easy thing or it can be really tough. And anyways, when I seen where the tree, you know, it was a tree and we seen him locked it up and I was like, Oh, right on. And I said, yeah, we're not this morning. We're not, we're not packing a bear right there. I can tell you that right now. And we had already kind of made our assumption that it was a small bear by the way it ran. And so when we got into the tree, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that is actually a nicer bear than than we were expecting. But the location, I still was like, yeah, no, I'm not 
So I shot it with the yeah. camera. And uh, I call that my my bear. I, I told Stuart, I said, you got me my my, my success. You, I could have harvested do- a bear, a good boar with dogs if I really wanted. And and I could have done it. So as I told him, I said, you you as a guide can rest easy. I'm, I'm a shitty client because I did really don't job. listen to him. But um, yeah, I seen <laughs> three links while I was up there. Which was awesome. Yeah, just walking down the road, that one. Three of them. All three of them were on the road. So, Oh, really? The first one. Um, so we were, I was trailing a, with Barry. We had a, a trailing a bear, and uh, it was going into some reservation or something. So we had to call him off. Like, it was like this. We had a, a, a runner, and it was heading off in some ground that we weren't going to have, you know, good ground that we could hunt anyways, and so we had to call them off, and they were coming out the backtrack. Anyways, long story short, we had to come down right by uh, Stuart's house to pick up this one dog, and so I told Barry, I said, hey, drop me a mic out here because Stuart had a big bear down um, in kind of a, a hole that he needed some help, you know, getting some equipment to. And I knew where I've been up there enough hunting links that I know the area good enough. So it's like, um, mm-hmm. so I told Barry, I said, here, you know, I'll make sure that I take my gun. I won't have a gun with me or whatever. I'll go meet Stuart and just drive over there and help him, you know, recover this bear, which they, they gotta be really careful because you can't be without a guide. You know what I mean? So if you're hunting, you have to have a guide. And so, the logistics of like you just driving around the woods you're hunting and so i'm like well, i'll take the gun out i'll make sure i don't got nothing in my gun and we'll just go straight there there's nothing not a gun in my truck there's nothing in my truck and i'll just go you know maybe the the game wardens up there are more <laughs> crazy than they are here i'm like God, <laughs> what are you talking about like you can't just drive in the woods and then so i don't know what the the, the technical is but anyway so we go there and as we're driving to Stewart, a freaking lynx runs across the road. And I'm like, oh. And so I, it was, it was me and Mike. And I'm like, watch this thing cross the road. And I looked at it. And I, I hop out and, and grab my phone to video it, you know, walking through this little pile there. And at the time, um, I was like, oh, that's, it looked small. You know what I mean? Like when I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's kind of scrawny. Well, it's because it's in the summertime. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't puffed out yeah. like like the wintertime cats are. You know, the hides are. So anyways, get some video of it. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I was like, oh, yeah, that must have been a little small tom or something like that. You know, whatever. So we're hunting the next day or so. And we're down another spot. And I look down the road. And I see this thing in the middle you know, on, the, on the side of this road. And I'm like, shit, Mary, stop, stop, stop. And so I hop out of the truck, and again, I, I start walking towards it. And it's a lynx. It's another lynx. And uh, there was two of them right there. And I got the video of the second one walking down the road. You know, And it's a young cat whenever you see that one, my video on right. Facebook or Instagram, wherever I post it, I don't know. You can see that kind of going through the brush, and it stops and looks at me. And that was the smaller of the two. So I don't – I was saying that that was like a female and a – last year's kitten or something i don't know how they do it barry's like those were too full grown you know i'm like compared to the first one that first one was massive i mean that after watching the two other ones and i go back in my head and go watching that first one i'm like dude that first one was a nice cat you know what i mean that was a that was a 25 pound tom i mean it was at least you know looking now at what i'm i'm comparing it against i'm like right that was a better cat than i anticipated it was just the way the hides were in the summer that i was like wow you know and, and seeing how lanky they are and so yeah three cats i'm like what are the odds of, of, of that and to get out and video them they don't they don't That's run away cool. so yeah they're a pretty cool animal i don't like when you got your mount done that thing turned out beautiful yeah 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 I mean, I was I was joking with Stuart. I was like, man, even even when I'm bear hunting up here, I can't get away from cats. I'm still focused on the cats. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's all right. There's worse things. 
Hmm. Well, we're glad you both made it back into the country. Yeah. <laughs> we were ready for some relief. A little busy for you guys. You guys, I, I didn't even check in that much, honestly. Um, no. You guys had everything handled pretty good. It didn't burn down? I, uh, yeah, the one thing I, I can say is, um, I almost, the only, one of the reasons I would have shot a bear, you know, was because I, I didn't want to come across as like, oh, everybody's like, oh, buddy, he's just a cat guy. Oh, he don't, he don't care about the bear hunters. And I'm like, man, I really do enjoy the bear hunting. You know what I mean? I wish I would have seen more of it with the dogs sure. because I didn't enjoy running around looking for a, a a big bear. You know what I mean? Like that was not my cup of tea. Um, right. I really enjoyed watching the dogs. I, you know what I mean? Striking the bear. So I was like, if I was to do it again, I really want to be, um, I want it to be about the dogs. Like I, I can just tell it. I was like, dude, Bear hunting for me is much more enjoyable with the dogs. You know what I mean? And if I'm going to do it, I want to yeah. do it with the dogs. And that was kind of what I came to to realize on that trip that I was like, I don't have a strong desire to shoot a bear, but it was really cool. And uh, I haven't gotten to watch a lot of bear races, you know, just because my dogs, I break them off of bears and stuff. And so that was the part that I was like, man, I don't, uh, I probably need to do that more, a little more often, get behind some bear yeah. dogs and watch some bear dogs work. And, and, uh, I don't care if we catch small ones or big ones or whatever, I'm not there to shoot the bear. Um, and that was hard for, right. For St Stuart, you know, cause he's like, I mean, that's what they do. They kill big bears. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's what he likes to show is pictures of big bears. And that's, you know, that's what he makes a living doing. And I'm like, that's awesome. But I don't really care for big. I mean, it's, it's impressive to see big bears. Care. That, that part is pretty cool, but I want to see, you know, I want to see the dogs work. So, so yeah, yeah I didn't shoot a bear, but Thank I, uh, I had the opportunity to, and I, I was really adamant that if I was going to shoot a bear, I wanted dogs on the ground. I wanted to do it with dogs. Just for the street cred. And then I didn't get the street cred either. I just. It seems fitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I figured if I went to run double you. Cred. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you just, we just seen one and we just shot it. It was a big bear. I mean, it was a cool story, but I'm like, dude, I, I've got to have dogs in my story if I, if I kill another bear. I've already shot one without dogs. Um, and maybe I yeah, would shoot like... a, a, a fat bear, you know, in the fall. You right, know, this you know this bear grease stuff you listen to and, and like everybody romanticizes bear hunting in the the new yeah you know clay and all that bear grease and you can get this and you can make soap and you can some of that starts to it really starts to get on your your you're like hmm maybe bear fat isn't that bad maybe. Maybe it isn't a pain in the ass to skin a bear in the summer in the, in the August heat. Well, maybe I'm just full of it. And then I'm probably going to get back there. And then so we were skinning bears out there in the heat with the mosquitoes. I was like, nope, nope, this sucks. <laughs> like that's, that's a lot yep. of work. It's nasty. And, and uh, I don't enjoy skinning bears in the heat. No. Ours, it's yellow jackets, man. You open a bear up and you are getting ate alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So you read in the magazines, you know, I'll give Colby a plug and, and Clay, you know what I mean? You read in the magazine, bear hunting like, magazine, the bear grease, and they get to do this cool thing and all this bear, you know what I mean? Blah, 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 bear, bear, bear. And you start to think, I want to shoot a bear. I want to, I want to do that bear grease thing. And then right about the time I am looking at a bear, I'm like, no, no, I really don't. I don't feel like shooting a bear today. See, when we hunted California, that's why, you know, it was later in season and they'd have a lot of fat on them. And that's, I mean, that caught dogs through the season. You know, we'd render it down yeah. and throw a scoop on their dog food and, you know, make it go to work for you. Yeah. Around here, it's August and there's no fat on bears. You're just skinning out this big old stinky bear getting ate up by yellow jackets. Really? 
Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I was going through a period there where I thought last year, I was like, man, if I seen a bear, because I seen a couple spring bears last year, it had dogs out and, and I really enjoy watching bears. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I like watching any animal, any wild oh, yeah. animal um, with and without dogs. Like I, I, I love watching the animals, you know, with, with or without dogs. And so that part of it's, it's cool. But, um, when, when it comes down to it, that, uh, I just, I don't know what it was about the, the, I think it's the yellow jackets. It's the heat. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a deer and elk. I mean, I really like deer and elk meat and I probably have some childhood trauma from, from my first bear. <laughs> That's legitimately. Oh, I probably, Cause bears, some of the best meat out there. What's that? Bear is some of the best meat out there. That's all in your head. I'm telling you right now, like I, I can live off a of bear. I have childhood trauma. I need to see a counselor. I, anybody <laughs> you can recommend? Like, I, it was a bad deal. The bear got sour. I mean, I had, it was my, it was the only animal that I've ever had go bone sour. And I tried because I wanted Ugh. to eat that thing so bad that I sausaged it, and you just could totally taste and smell the sour smell it through the plastic yeah you i mean you'd cook it and you just it was we had to throw it away and i really like i begged the meat shop to process it because they were telling me and this is how stupid i was right you know back back to knowing what you know what you don't know i'm like no really it'd be fine just cut that (laughs) cut that top off and he's like no i don't think this is this is good and he said i won't do this part he said, I might be able to save you a little bit here or there. Whenever he tried to, you know, couple basketball size, you know, sausage or whatever. But it, he was he was absolutely right. It was absolutely horrible. So I will try with Mike's bear. Uh, whenever he gets his, his done, I'll have to try um, and see if maybe I can change my opinion. I still have childhood. Oh, trauma. man, just hamburgers. Tacos, we we use it for everything. It does biscuits not. and gravy makes the best sausage for biscuits and gravy. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, but mind over matter, and it matters to me right now. <laughs> if you don't mind, it don't matter. I freaking mind. I can tell you after I still have. I mind. So, dude, if you've ever smelled that, like, there's part of our audience mm-hmm. is cringing. When you just talk about it. And the other part, you're lucky enough you've never experienced it. Because yeah. once you do, you will never forget the smell. You will never forget the taste. It, Yeah. And it can happen to elk. I mean, deer, like I am, when I have an animal down now, I'm really, really like careful. Like uh, I'm, I'm uh, annoyingly probably like, yeah, we get the hide off or whatever if, if I, I've killed a bull in September or whatever. Um, I used to be fairly, you know, a, a lot of guys, I don't know, say in the Midwest or whatever, they're around cold climates and they can let a deer hang for a week or whatever. And, you know, um, <laughs> let stuff hang, you know, don't nice. skin it off and stuff like that right away. And, and for me, I'm like, nope, I want my hide off as soon as I can, you know, for elk. If I can't get it, out whole within an hour or so we're normally skinning it out and quartering it just you know i've just learned it's just easier to quarter out and, and, and get the meat out um and that all well, came you told from me there. take and slice down the back of the hams oh yeah just split it open and get it away from that bone so it cools out yeah me and Stuart. and that's a good tip i mean personally now i don't care what it is or how far it is from the road if i can't drag it in like one or two pull sessions I'm boning it out right there. And when it gets to the truck, it goes in the cooler. Yeah. But if you're packing out on quarters, I will say it is a good idea to split that ham. Like you were saying, cause it'll where we're at. I mean, it's hot opening a bear season. You're a hundred degrees plus. Yeah. And I will tell you right now, you don't get a bear opened up and cooling within 20 minutes. It, it's pretty good chance. You're going to have some spoilage. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I think we've talked enough about welcome home bear. I'm going to, I'm going um, to have to shoot a bear just to 
make people not mad at me because they're going to be like, oh, buddy, he's just a cat hunter. He don't like bear hunting. I'm like, no, I like bear hunting. I don't like dealing with bees, mosquitoes, and bone sour bears. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's what we'll name this episode. Yeah. <laughs> mosquitoes, bumblebees, and bone sour bears. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Well, we never got to talk about the well, Pineville trial. Give us a quick rundown on that before we, we hang up. Oh, it was a good time. Yeah, those guys over there, they put on a really good show. It went super smooth. I think pretty much all the drags came in. Yeah, there was like one re-entry race that, you know, they didn't get a qualifier. But I had a dog even that ran the trial for the first How time. How do they do that three-pack deal? Five. What is that? I was looking at that, the three-pack. It's pretty three cool. Pack. So they time it. Is it only Yeah, so you sign dog? up a three-dog pack, and it can be can be your dogs or like we could partner and put dogs in amongst three guys. Right. But what they do is they start the timer. They got to run the drag and they stop it when the last dog trees. So, so I guess my question if is, they is, come in and don't tree, you don't, are fall. there 12 dogs out on a time or are there three dogs at a time? Three, three, just three. It's those three dogs only that have okay. to do it. That's what I was curious and so and it went quick i mean those guys were running you know drag they'd have a truck dropping off the next round and then they'd just cycle it through you know wes right. and brad and all those guys over there were working their butts off interesting yeah. but it was good and it's an awesome grounds which is where the ousda trial is going to be this year instead of the grand so if people are looking for a cool place to go camp in a, a really well-run field trial i would say check that out in august yeah yeah, that'd be. I don't think I'm gonna make that one. How many, uh, how many hunters or how many groups of three dog, three dog bear? What, how, how do they call that race? The pack race. Yeah, the three dog pack. Man, I don't. I want to say it was like twelve or sixteen different oh, really? packs, but I could be way wrong. And that's why they do it on Sunday, huh? So they, because it probably takes. Quite yeah, a they time. start in the morning and. And roll through them. How long was that race? That so they do like the field trial, you know, the shorter scent drags, and then they'll do the bear race in the morning, you know, and that's a long, long race. Right. And then they'll do the pack race and they have a tree in contest. Are they doing so a was, pack race on a the good bear time. track or the other tracks or a different track? Uh, on the field trial track. Okay. Just short, a little shorter. Yeah. it's. I want to say it's like... It's under a mile. I know that. Okay. Or pretty close. Where you get into the bear races, they're usually, you know, three miles. Some I think of those is what they were trying like for. Like a long ways, man. I mean, I remember. Uh, yeah. Some of them were like damn near five miles. Oh, I heard all about your uh, elk chasing. Oh, man. And <laughs> wondering if a guy was going to get his tracking box back from you. <laughs> yeah. Who was that? I don't even remember. That was so long Josh. Yeah. Yeah. He said, buddy shows up. He doesn't have nothing. Didn't even have a tracking box. I was, and the dogs got into a herd of elk during the field trial and scattered. I had to drive to Madrid. <laughs> he says. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. And he, he said, I sent him with my tracking box. And I think I got a T-shirt out of the deal by the end of it or something. I but I didn't know, know if that crazy guy was going to bring me my stuff. I, uh. So we turned loose maybe 8 o'clock, 8.30. I don't know. Whatever that bear race was, turned loose. Mm -hmm. I got back to camp at 10 o'clock that night. That was it. So that was like 8.30 in the morning. I I got back to camp at 10 o'clock. That's all day endeavor. And everybody's drinking around the fire. And I'm like, hey. like It was legitimately, I had to drive two and a half hours to town because that dog, it was uh, Maddie at the time, I think. She had come off the a, a, a hillside and came in the other side and got picked up by a rancher, and they took him out the other side wow. of the canyon, and ended up he lived in Madras and uh, yeah I don't know how far Madras is from Prineville I'd have to not too bad but no, it's a ways it was it was a good drive I remember uh, I was like six thirty that night where I got the phone call I finally got a phone call and I was like yeah my dog's Madras and so. I legitimately, oh. I don't know if I had three dogs or whatever, but all of them took the elk. I mean, it was 
there was guys looking for dogs all over the place. I was, I was one of many. You weren't alone. <laughs> like they, I think I don't <laughs> think they run the bear race in the morning anymore. On that, or do they run the bear race before the the drags? On Sunday. No, yeah. we run it on Sunday. Yeah, most. That, that was the lesson learned or after from the that field one, trial because they were like, "Well, we just lost all our dogs on the bear race." There was, you know, it was such a mess <laughs> because they'd have qualifiers, and they're like, "You know, we were all signed up for the coon qualifiers." So I was like, "Maddie's up." I'm like, "Oh right. no, Maddie's gone. We don't know where Maddie is. Where, where's Cooter? I don't. Cooter's not here." So we just have all this. It was a complete chaotic show to try to get the lineup because. Half right. the dogs got screwed up on the very first race in the bear race because it's just like we turned all these dogs loose and <laughs> blew them up. And so, you know, I never, like I said, that was the only thing I ever ran. I never ran a coon drag on that track. I don't remember if they did a cat <laughs> race at, at all back then. I don't remember, but I That's remember. Funny. I was like, that was probably the last bear race I turned loose on. I was like, dude, this is not working for me. That was before Garmin. It's a good time. That was before Garmin. I will say, I love it over there, though. Like that Prineville, the Ochcos and all that. Like if if people want to look it up on a map, just find Prineville, Oregon and head east towards Mitchell. Yeah. And it's off there somewhere at an undisclosed location. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. And it's a good group of guys, too. I'd say anybody within driving range, it's it's worth going over. I like those guys. Those guys. Those guys. That was awesome. Um, I gotta hang out yeah. with them again. I, it's been a while since I got to hang out with them over there, but I got to hang out with them OESDA a little bit too. Uh, man, that was get east, you get out of the valley. Not, oh, my kids were waiting for you, man. Oh, yeah, we got to the trial and they're like, You think Buddy's coming? I said, No, well, we're here. Well, so, <laughs> so said, well, we're that's why I'm here. He's <laughs> like, Well, but Buddy owns W. I'm like, Yeah, but dad's job is to go and you know hang out and <laughs> i said dad's got a pretty cool job i get to go hang out and talk hound dogs with guys all weekend i don't know what so i think i just got back from oh i i had volunteered for my daughter's dance recital um i got them set up to sell t-shirts and and so that saturday i was thinking Uh-oh. about trying to go but i had already promised that i'd help sell t-shirts little dance t-shirts so i was dance dad sparkly ones yeah yeah it says dance dad yeah i was gonna make my own shirt it said dance dad the only time it's okay to wear glitter but there was a couple of inappropriate ones i wanted to put on there with like bud light and shit but i was like no i better not i better not so no anyways all right, Jason. Well, I've got to go here. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we need to do an. an You're catching up with you. Yeah, we need to do it again. We try to get a couple in the the books on podcast and get. We need to get a guest. Like I'm tired of just talking me and you. So we need somebody yeah. to come up and help yeah. us. Give us. <laughs> we some, talk enough. A, a guest. We. I still want to try and do a veterinarian at some point. You were talking about, and um, mm-hmm. I know there's a couple other people that have been wanting to to do a podcast we need to give them the reins on we'll talk about that off offline i don't want to put names out there but we need to um we need to make sure we line up some guests before we get busy with hunting season again <laughs> before september rolls around and buddy disappears yeah yeah exactly so awesome all right jason let's wrap it up <laughs> all right have a good night all right later